Café Rollist is your caffeinated tabletop RPG break. It started as our exclusive Patreon show, but following a survey with our supporters, I am happy now to share its most recent episode here with you. If you enjoy this show, please consider checking out our archive of a hundred or so additional episodes, which are still exclusive on Patreon. Welcome! Is my microphone working? Yes, it is! Welcome for a <laughs> Café Rolle is much later than what we used to. Usually, I have people wake up at 6 in the morning when they are on the West Coast, but uh, I, I wouldn't do that to my guest today. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Could you introduce yourself? yourself um? Yes, I'm Satin Phoenix. And I'm Jameson Stone. Pleasure to be here. Yeah. Yeah, pleasure having you. You got uh, a big project, but I think uh, it had a, a rather good launch. One day ago, two days ago, I guess it, it felt like a lifetime for yesterday. The <laughs> I know exactly. It's yeah, yesterday, yeah, exactly. It feels like a lifetime. Well said. <laughs> so yeah. you don't have a lot of time today, so uh, let's jump straight in. I was thinking of a question inspired by. Mm, Another D&D book which was recent, uh, I found out that sometimes there are things on the cover which are not inside the book. So I just wanted to make sure that everything which is on the cover of your book is in there <laughs> inside. So, Sirens, yeah. Battle of the Bards. Does it have sirens in there? What can you tell us about Check. that? Check. Yes. Sirens? Yes. <laughs> Check. Um, well, I don't know if you've seen Sirens of the Realms on the D&D Twitch, but I started Sirens live stream about four years ago. And the premise is my character, Vlanya, she's a band manager for the Sirens. And the Sirens are, um, they are her, part of her spy network. So she is the one who does the call to action in this book. She says, come my wonderful bands come my performers part of my spy network and come to the city and help save the city and so um yeah you are not a siren like the sirens of the realms but you are part of her network so we're creating the adventurers as part of her sirens yeah and the sirens are, are, are npcs uh, in, in the book um do you want to list off some of the, the sirens that are part of the project yeah i think all of them are at this point they all said they wanted to be a part of it including our brand new siren alicia marie so we have jason charles miller cynthia marie you may have seen her on the vampire uh live plays we have uh, kelly lynn d'angelo christina ariel kenley shea and vivid vivka Amazing. So, but those are, I mean, like the mythical sirens, they have a beautiful voice, I assume, and uh, enthralling qualities. But y do you have literal sirens also in uh, Salvata? I think it's more of a more of a fake, fake, figurative siren. Um, as yeah, so um, well now that you put it, we should at least have one siren. <laughs> a, 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 a It'll be a siren. band of sirens. Yeah, no, so that'll be like the rival girl band. <laughs> yeah, the sirens. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, they're like, wait a minute. It's spelled differently though. <laughs> yeah, there's like a weird legal suit between the two of them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe they, yeah, they would they be annoyed that uh, that yeah, each one would ask you, "Oh, are you a siren?" Yes, I am, but not one of those. Stop asking me. Everybody asks me that. Not one of those <laughs> sirens. I'm an actual siren. Anyway, so we covered sirens. <laughs> it sounds like we already covered bards, but I think there are more bards than just the sirens, which is already quite a lot uh, in uh, this book. 
Yeah, we have 10 subclasses. So the city of Salvato, where this uh, campaign takes place, there's a university and there's 10 colleges. Um, two of the BARD subclasses that we will tell you about um, are the College of Anatomy. And this is your like, body performers, your bodybuilders, your uh, gymnasts, your dancers. So we have Christine, I'm sorry, uh, Alicia Marie is one of these. She's an aerialist. So she doesn't need verbal components to cast her spells. She communicates with her body. And so that's what we have there. The other one is the College of Geometry. And this is for the math lovers out there. Um, the previous one was a dexterity based bard. This is an intelligence based bard. So it's uh, problem solving thinking, but also architecture and uh, jewelry design, like things that take more um, intellectual uh, capacity to harness their magic. Yeah, and we're trying to lean, lean, lean into um, bards as, as an artistic class, and they don't need to be strictly charisma-based. And so there's many, many different types of art forms that you can be as a bard. Um, and so um, you can still I mean, we have charisma-based classes as well, but having an intelligence-based bard, having a strength-based bard, having a dexterity-based bard allows other classes to also take a subclass in bard to augment their skill sets and abilities based off of their primary stat attribute, uh, which we hope will encourage people to try out bards or play a radically new style of bard in Salvato. Yeah, and it's really important that, you know, the old trope of the loop playing oversex bard just gets thrown out the window because I went to art school. I'm from Los Angeles, city of bards. And you have people who are performers on stage, but artists who are also more introverted. So we have your extroverted bards and your introverted bards. And so we're organizing them in that way. Yeah, like a bard variant being a strength-based bard. You know, it could be like a drummer. You know, there's a lot of fun. Yeah fun ways to be able to play with it that's very that, that's very exciting to explore really because when you design your character in that setting it sort of help you reconsider what you consider art and artistic qualities in real life so i think it's it's really broadening the, the mind of people that's that's quite cool thanks yeah, thank you. yeah we're excited about it yeah i mean um you know, to the point of somebody who's just very inspiring in their speech. You know, I know D&D has a college of eloquence, but that, this is a little different. This is someone who can motivate crowds, someone whose intensity doesn't intimidate, but like uplifts. And then you have, um, uh, yeah, there, there's so many. There. We can talk, we can go on. We can talk about this all day. We yeah. did yesterday. <laughs> Do you, do you have a college of podcasting? Is there the way to... Ooh, to oh, yeah, yeah that, that would be a part of that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so we got one word left uh, on the cover. So far, so good. We covered all the words. We've got battle. And I heard a bit <laughs> about the battle you have in plans on the RPG Academy uh, show and tell episode, which I recommend people to, to check out. What sort of battles awaits the players uh, arriving in Zaltana? Salvata. Yeah. So, Salvata. I like the way you say it. Um, so, you know, the overall story is about this contest that happens and that uh, we request the players to be a part of. That's the Grand Invocation. The Grand Invocation. There's all these brackets. So there's the, like, Battle of the Bands in that way. But then there's also, you know, the Rebellion, the Emerald Cabal, and using the idea that artists are so much more creative. So battles are way more creative. We have the inside of the middle pillar. If you look at the, at the city of Salvata, there's a, 
the mountain that comes up the center. And then inside of it is uh, the Grand Siphon. And that's where it's reverse gravity well, pulling all the magic water up to the top of the city. And um, that's reverse gravity there. Then you have altered gravity on the sides because uh, the nobles have capped each one of the districts so that you can't actually fly to a district. They're trying to organize and funnel who can access uh, this beautiful city and all the different discs. The top are the nobles. Uh, the lower one is more of the like uh, theme park style uh, levels. So, you know, doing battles in altered gravity where you might accidentally get sucked into uh, reverse gravity and, and that kind of thing, using three-dimensional space as part of the encounter is really important important to us as well. Yeah, I think we just we really want to design encounters that are unique. Um, you know, it's really easy to be like, okay, you walk into a cave and you see, you know, five five goblins or you know four kobolds, and you know we're we're used to that, but we really want to create you uh, very unique legendary encounters um, that really stress um, problem solving and unique environmental effects and ways that that people haven't really seen before uh, to just give people something fresh and something new and, and really keep them on their toes throughout. The entire adventure. So something I, I thought was interesting about Salvata and Los Angeles, you said it's a city of parts, and in the, your presentation, the subject of rebellion, and uh, you mentioned also something about uh, some nefarious plans to uh, harvest the magical water and keep it on the side. That reminds a bit of Los Angeles also, keeping the water <laughs> controlled. Yeah. I mean, Los Angeles, yeah. I've, I didn't have the pleasure to visit it yet, but it's a, it's a city with a, a fascinating history with a, which projects itself way beyond the, the borders of, of the US. But it's also a city with uh, a dark history. I'm a big fan of a show called uh, You Must Remember This Podcast by uh, Karina Longworth, which tells this forgotten or hidden story of Los Angeles and Hollywood uh, more specifically. I was wondering if there were things from your knowledge of your, your, your city <laughs> you, you love and uh, you really come across as uh, full-on Los Angeles. When I think Los Angeles, I, I think uh, of you. Uh, What are are the things which are Los Angeles which sort of transcribed into Zalvata, especially in terms of, uh, yeah, dark things and, you know, struggles uh, between the weak and the strong? Yeah, well, you know, when there's uh, such beauty and light, there's got to be really dark darts. So you have these amazing artists that cover the city. And I'm basically talking about Los Angeles now and also Salvata. <laughs> you have these artists that come to the city with hopes and dreams. They get there. They're busking on the streets. But then some very wealthy patron comes along and says, come follow me and I will make your dreams come all true. Of you, exactly. All of your dreams. Will come yeah. <laughs> That's a real thing that happens. I remember one of my friends in Los Angeles got approached in a parking lot like this you know and that's kind of that happens in salvata as well because you, you, you got parking lots in salvata <laughs> <laughs> that'd be fun yeah, ma- like, magical, was, magical like, parking lot. a carriage yeah. parking lot <laughs> um so you know the temptation to go to the dark side because it's so beautiful that's that's real like that's the kind of thing that happens in real life and the kind of thing that happens here you know you might be afraid of a dark alley but there's so much fun in that dark alley. You know, maybe that's the cool club to go to. Um, things that are beautiful, like Beverly Hills, are far more dangerous because everything looks so nice. So, 
um, we're really incorporating that where the the bad guy isn't always grotesque. You know, so the Herald is this uh, NPC who's uh, the Emerald Cabal, and he is a very high charisma. And so he has a lot of followers. There's a lot of mercenaries, a lot of nobles that work uh, in the Emerald Cabal. And, you know, maybe you spend some time with him and with a low, you know, if you don't roll well, maybe he charms you. Yeah. And there's a lot of artists, I think, that are attracted to the Emerald Cabal. And, and this is kind of using this as the nefarious face, although the masked face is a secret society that kind of operates both in the shadows and out in the spotlight um, with these masks, these Emerald masks. You know, they, they say, if you join us, well, you can be, you know, an artist that, you know, reach the stars and literally the higher tiers of this city. You can have access to the Kisaba water, which is this magic and be able to literally do anything you want. Or you can be down to the lower levels and no one will pay attention to you. Be like just everybody else. But if you, you know, want to be on our side, you have to make art like this. You have to follow our propaganda and you have to further our cause. Um, and so it's really that kind of like, do you sell out? Do you compromise your own artistic integrity or do you, you know, sing to someone else's tune? It's a big theme within the book. And I think in Los Angeles and everywhere, and us for an indie studio and an indie publisher, for sure. Funny, I, I got on the back burner project set in Los Angeles, and uh, it's it's quite the notion of selling out and yeah, becoming part of the man is a big part of it. And yeah, of course, this notion also brings back uh, movies like *They Live*, with uh, what what's the yeah. message hidden behind a, a beautiful song or a beautiful poster? Uh, yeah. Um, the Race Podcast and Cafe Rollis, uh, we try to aim uh, to be cross-borders and especially look at what is going on outside of the US. And on your project, you've got you've got a, this huge team of, of people, and I believe that includes some people who are well not from the US, they're, they're from all over the world. Am I right? Yeah, so I, I, I really, really, really am so proud of our team. Uh, we have many more international members than domestic, uh, domestic to us, right here in, in the United States. Um, uh, for example, uh, David Granjo, who is a really good friend of mine and our art director, I've been working with him for years. Um, he is French Portuguese. Uh, he was born in France and then uh, his family is Portuguese. And so he's kind of has dual citizenship. Um, and gosh, it, it is so, it's for me, so wonderful to have such a, a diverse, um, uh, diverse uh, team member cast. Um, Carlos Ansario, who's one of our lead environmental artists, he's from Colombia. Um, his girlfriend um, is also from Colombia and she does our layout. Her name is Sharon. Uh, we have another uh, Portuguese member. Um, we have Diana. A, Diana. Uh, we have another um, uh, French artist, um, uh, Johnny. Johnny. Um, gosh, who else? Uh, we have people um, that yeah, kind of all over. scattered all over the place, um, which is, is really fantastic. Um, and so I, I, I really love it. It's funny, a lot of for a lot of folks, then, you know, English is their second language. And so we have to be very deliberate in the way that we communicate. But because of that, we have a very, you know, just a very diverse perspective. Um, and I, I think that for us, that really helps us tell just it tell a broader range of stories that, that incorporates a lot of a lot of different experiences um, and so I, I i for one really really love that yeah and it's been really awesome especially uh i you know i love french art styles and so he has he's been able to communicate with us this other way of thinking like american art styles very specific but you know i'm classically trained artist he's also uh, a trained artist and we've been able to communicate. So when you see Salvata, it looks like 
a Renaissance yeah, painting. Yeah, he's done such a great job. The sculptures yeah. in it are um, are pulled from inspiration from Michelangelo. Yeah. So it's not just this cool art idea thing. We've actually planned every bit of it. So aesthetically, um, it's rich. So when you go to the Kickstarter, you hopefully are overwhelmed with beauty. Yeah, there's a lot. Uh, just in the trailer, there's already. I mean, you got this incredible model of the whole city and, and i know it's a work in progress model so it's going to be i mean i'm an architect and urban designer so uh <laughs> it is quite geometry bard <laughs> college of geometry <laughs> i'm more project management bard i think in the end but <laughs> <laughs> that's also an art awesome. that's also an art yeah. <laughs> you not only you got this broad team, but what I found very fascinating listening to uh, interviews, again, uh, I recommend people go check the RPG Academy one, you have like the most collaborative approach to working with everyone involved that I ever heard of uh, for such <laughs> projects. I mean... Um, there are, there are projects in which you hire a bunch of, a dozen of freelancers. Everybody does their story. Maybe there's some rewriting afterwards, but everything is stapled together, put behind the cover. And it's not very coherent, but not only you are making things coherent, but you are developing them together. And it goes even well beyond writing from what I heard. So could you tell us a bit uh, about that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, at Apophis Studios, we, we really wanted to just try to do, gosh, try to do a studio in a slightly different way. Um, it's helpful. We're all, the vast majority of us are all millennials and Gen Zs. And we do have a couple of Gen, Gen Xs on the team too. Um, and they're in, in, incredibly valuable. They're kind of a multi-class. Um, <laughs> uh, but to, 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 to be able to have um, a little bit more of a younger perspective um, and to then also have people like myself, uh, like Sarah Erfer, our, our COO, uh, who's a Gen X and, and, and Satine, uh, who have still had professional careers outside of the studio and really kind of been, been beat up in a lot of ways out in the other or other professional mm -hmm. jobs just some historic i think uh, past generations have done things differently and, and it's the beauty of evolution um, of, of kind of culture through generations where we can do things that now we can do things differently and so as a ceo and creative director I, I really try to create an environment that artists can thrive and therefore be more creative um, and i've found that you know sometimes you know it can be a little tricky because we have a little bit more of a flat hierarchy I, I still you know maintain kind of leadership but i really try to encourage everyone to have agency and really be able to to do their best work possible and actually be able to to create as artists um, and, and and it really I think I think it really works out um, and I think this project is a, is a fantastic you know example of that now that we have Satine on board um, her well sourced information and knowledge as a game master and a player is just fantastic and so she's been able to infuse this just wonderful 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 um you know well source of information in, into the project and um when i compare this to the last book that we did which we are still profoundly proud of um the red opera which is a warlock campaign and setting um it's, it's fantastic and i highly encourage people to go check it out um it's at uh, the the red opera.com if you like warlocks you're gonna love it when i think about sirens and, and where what we've learned as a team and now that Satine is, 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 is involved with us, it's, it's, everything's just leveled up. Um, and it's so amazing to be you know, able to collaborate with her um, and everybody on the team. Fascinating. Um, this show, sometimes, uh, especially the audio version, might take a, a little bit of time to get out. 
Uh, of course, people should go and rush right now to support the Kickstarter, but uh, what will people miss if they don't support the Kickstarter right now, and what can they still eventually get if they show up one minute later? Are there going to be late pledges and this sort of things? Are there also plans for uh, Sirens Battle of the Bards to be on the shelves of friendly local game stores? Yeah, absolutely. So um, we, we, we both have Kickstarter exclusives, so people should definitely go and check it out. Our minis are a great example. Um, they have NFT tagging, um, and they, they truly are Kickstarter exclusives. And, and uh, we have a limited edition that's going to be signed by Satine. Uh, so people should check that out. Um, but we want to make sure that everybody can enjoy Siren's Battle of Bards. And so um, it, we're going to... Uh, maintain late pledges past the Kickstarter. And so people, if they go to the bardbook.com, it'll automatically redirect um, either to Backerkit or to our website where people can can continue to pledge. Um, we, we really just want people to, to enjoy it. Yeah. And so we have the PDF. We have uh, three different uh, books to choose from, the standard, the special edition, and the limited edition. We also are um, providing this to be available on VTTs. Mm. So we have four different VTTs, Foundry, Roll20, Fantasy Grounds, and Shard. And we're really proud of it. And if you like that, um, you probably are going to love that we have Sirenscape involved as well in a full orchestral soundtrack. This is a fully immersive uh, experience that we're providing, and we want everyone to be able to um, be a part of it. And they can they can download those free samples for free. Oh so uh, yeah, people can check it out for free. So there's a, a free version of our PDF that's Chapter One. Uh, there's a free version of Sirenscape of Chapter One, and there's a free version of Foundry VT, uh, excuse me, Foundry VTT's uh, tabletop experience um, for free as well of Chapter One. So I don't know. I, we we really just believe in you know people being able to have fun and, and check it out uh, even before they. Buy it. So yeah, please please go check it out. Bardbook.com. You literally have nothing to lose. Yeah, and you don't have to be a bard. We're actually designing this, and we don't have this in the free sample, but it'll be in the book. We develop mechanics so that to encourage cooperation. So you know, how do you become a a band? Well, you don't have to be performers to be in a band or to perform in, in this book. So take you know, start a new character or bring in an old campaign uh, with previously played characters. We start it at tier two, but also we offer options for tier three and four as well, because we want, like the story is so strong that um, we want everyone to be able to experience it. So this strong story, I imagine, so you have your show Sirens, you develop uh, the setting as part of your show, and suddenly you got this project it must be exponential, the impact on your setting. Uh, do you have already ideas of what's going to be the impact of this project on the next seasons of your show? Yeah, so yesterday's game took place two weeks before uh, the Sirens show. Timeline. In, in Worlds, yeah, right? Yeah, in, in Worlds. So the campaign actually only takes place, all 20 games. Uh, sessions or adventures, adventures um, they, that takes place in a 10 day. So uh, two weeks before that, the, the game last night happened. And then Sirens, the live show is only going to take place a week before the campaign starts. So by the time Sirens ends, that will be the week that the campaign starts. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So, yeah, yes. And, and, and the entire, and, and so the Sirens, uh, the, the Sirens show uh, called Sirens, 
Song of Salvata is set in Salvata. And so um, historically, the sirens were uh, primarily going up and down the Sword Coast, mm-hmm. correct? Um, but now uh, they will be in this, you know, Bardic City um, that is, you know, you know, the, the Sword Coast is fantastic. And, you know, those settings are wonderful. But um, now the sirens are within the, you know, the brainchild of Satine Phoenix's own creation. So to have these characters actually in this city that Satine, you know, created and co-created with Apotheosis Studios, I, I, I'm really excited for the show. Yeah, and that's tonight. So uh, they're going to be whisked away tonight, and it'll be really fun. They haven't played together for like a year and a half. Not really. Like we did a couple charities, but so this will be a big reunion day tonight. Yeah, yeah people can check that out on Satine's um, Twitch. Um, so it's uh, Satine Phoenix at or what oh, twitch.tv twitch. slash Satine Phoenix. There it is. Twitch.tv <laughs> slash Satine Phoenix. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, I must say, uh, well, we got a little bit. Uh, got, we got little time tonight, and also I'm terrible actually to structure my interviews. But uh, what <laughs> I heard, uh, I was really impressed uh, about the detailed description of what you're offering because you, with the city and what you have inside it, and all the added values in terms of soundscapes, art, uh minis and accessories you your product seems extremely strong in terms of having something complete and ready to play uh to really provide a very intense uh, experience and I, I find that very impressive because uh sometimes even big companies don't manage to pull that off so uh yeah it's uh it's very very ambitious Oh, thank, thank you so much. Yeah, I, I, we've been, I mean, we love Kickstarter and, and I, I've been a kick, kick, like a play, a backer. A Kickstarter? A Kickstarter, a backer, <laughs> um, for, you know, since Kickstarter was, was Kickstarting projects, you know, whatever, 15 years ago. I don't know how long they've been around for a long time. Um, and I know what I like and my team knows what we like and so team loves Kickstarter too. So we, because we are players, you know, we are gamers ourselves. We have created something that we ourselves would want to play. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we really believe it. It's fun for us and we believe in the project. And so like we are, we are our own best audience. And so as I tell my team every day, you know, make something that you would want to play and that you think is beautiful and that you would want to enjoy. And if you do that, then we are true to our own, you know, artistic and creative integrity. And I think other people will naturally see that and feel that. And if they don't, that's okay because at least we were true to our own creative hearts, mm-hmm. you know, and that's yeah. all that really matters. And yeah. we're collectors, as you can see. This is one of our libraries. <laughs> yes, we actually we, have we love three really different cool libraries. Gaming stuff. <laughs> exactly. So we want to be able to put this on our shelf so we can be proud of it. Yeah. You know, everything is functional and and totally beautiful and we want to share that with everyone else i can i can show show you guys if you want um yeah go ahead so so this is let me put it back in this yeah we should be getting the print proof um from the The printer yep from our printer new titan so so this is this is the red opera i'll put it oh wow that's gorgeous this is in, inside of the yeah, slipcase. Yeah, turn it around. It's so beautiful. Yeah, so um, this is in, in, inside of the slipcase. And when you pop it out, and David Granjo, again, this is our French designer and, and lead artist and, and art director. We have this bloody rose, and we designed it so then when you pull it out, you can see the rose overlaps exactly where you know our, 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 our warlock is with the same kind of artistic design. <laughs> David's awesome. I love him so much. Um, <laughs> so this is... Uh, 
this is our actual book. It's on a, a special hammered metal X paper. And it's the same paper. You can actually sirens. Oh, so I think you can show it. I think you can see it. It yeah. has a textured effect on it. Um, so it really has this kind of like leathery feel. It's absolutely fantastic. Um, I, I, of course, have, you know, just been pouring over this book and start press groups. It's been sent all over the, all over the planet, actually. Um, but yeah, we're, we're really proud of it. And Sirens is going to be even more, even more beautiful. Again, our studio, we, we, we level up each time, um, and, and leverage the learning that we've done. It's been such an honor to now also have your creative, uh, vision part of this project too. It was um, so fun. It's all we do is make stuff together and yeah. create together, whether it's on this book or just things around the house. And it's just, we live and breathe creativity. So this is nice to have other people get to experience the the love that we put into like everything that we do. Yeah. And share it with people. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Uh, for, for people. So the Kickstarter campaign is ongoing. Uh, very quickly, are there goals you especially look forward to unlock? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I assume so, they are. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So we just posted one uh, today. Alex Cameron, the director of Gamehole Con, uh, he's doing a side quest. We already have Deborah Ann Wall. She's a side quest writer, and Chris Funk from the Decemberist. He's also a side quest writer. And um, coming up, you can you can you can mention them. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, we have. So this a, is this is. No one else knows yeah, about we haven't. this. <laughs> this, is, this is truly exclusive. Yeah, uh, we have an original by David Mack um, for the College of Anatomy. It's going to be a beautiful set of gymnasts. And then um, also Nerdarchy. So... We're very excited to uh, unlock those. Yeah, so we've got a, we've got a, a bunch of really cool stretch goals, and um, we're, we're we're confident that we'll be able to unlock them and, and be able to make this the best book possible for everybody. Great. Well, uh, we are almost at thirty minutes, and I believe you've got some commitments uh, you need to to look after. Uh, where can people find all of that uh, to make that all happen? So thebardbook.com. Uh, yeah, if you just go to thebardbook.com, um, that is our Kickstarter page, and you can yeah, take a look, uh, watch the video. Uh, Satine sings on the video, which is fantastic. <laughs> uh, we, we made um, the, the Kickstarter video with one of our sirens, uh, Jason Charles Miller, um, who is a, 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 a true bard. Uh, he's just an absolute... He's so man. amazing. Oh, my goodness. Music and art just like flows out of this man. Um, it, it is a real pleasure to collaborate with yeah. him. Um, the three of us wrote the lyrics for that song, um, and he, he did the music, and gosh, it yeah, I, I'm a writer by trade, and so I am very used to using words and stringing them together and having them sound wonderful. But with I, with him, he just he knows how words need to flow musically. I mean, he's Jason Charles Miller, right? But God, it's just it, it's so amazing to be able to work with someone like that and that level of collaboration. And like all three of us yeah. you know, on a Saturday, it took us I think six and a half hours <laughs> yeah. to make this song. Um, and it's like for me, just like a real testament to a, you know a bard and art and collaboration is so perfect for this project yeah. um and so please go check it out the bardbook.com you can watch watch the kickstarter video um yeah and yeah. take a look we have a lot of free free downloads and free samples so um there's uh yeah there's yeah we'll there's a see lot you on there we yeah. are on there <laughs> i will include the link uh in the description of the episode so it's easy for people to find i will also include the link to the uh, the interview with uh, Tom Cantwell from uh, oh, the RPG yes. Academy, and uh, p so people can hear also about. I, I heard something about a orcish love song by Ben from Serenity. Yeah. Oh yeah. yes, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, so you can listen to that when you download the free sample of Sirenscape. It's 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 pretty it's pretty perfect. So uh, I'm not sure for for folks who know about Sirenscape, but um, uh, Ben of Sirenscape did such a great job putting it together. So the Orcish love song is is, is pretty. He's like, epic. can I do this? It's in the yeah. it's in the chapter. Can I do this? We're like, of course you can do whatever you want. It's it's it's, it's pretty epic. Um, and I don't know if anyone's ever done a free Sirenscape sample before. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe maybe maybe, maybe they've done that before. I, I, I kind of don't think so, but uh, we're just, we're real, real, you know, we really love what we've done and we really believe in it. And so we, we think that if people go and they check it out, um, they'll like it too. And so we wanted to have that barrier of entry be really low just so people can go and enjoy it. Um, mm-hmm. And Ben did such a great job with Sirenscape. Um, you can really seamlessly just, you know, DJ your entire experience of it. DMJ. DMJ, exactly. <laughs> the entire experience. Um, and, you know, as 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 a, as a, a game master myself, uh, you know, I'm not as not as a seasoned veteran as a teen, um, but I always use music, and so mm-hmm. we wanted to offer that um, and offer it for free, so people can try it out if they haven't used Sirenscape before. Yeah, great. Uh, well, go there and go check it out, and uh, you'll also find a link to my own game, which I recently released. Uh, it's much more modest. Congratulations! Paris Gondo, the life-saving magic of inventoring. It's a tongue-in-cheek homage to encumbrance rules, which are common in dungeon crawl uh, adventures, but through the lens of uh, wellness influencers that we find nowadays. Uh, if people could, it's Marie Kondo for murder hobos. So it's my first <laughs> game, and it's uh, out there for you. Thank you so much, Satine and, and Jameson. Uh, and uh, again, as we were saying uh, before we started, I really, really cannot wait uh, to have you back in London and have the whole world yeah. again here in London with us. Yeah, same. I'll see you soon. Be fantastic. Yeah, look, look forward to talking more. Yeah, cheers. Bye. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. Our logo is designed by Roland Kunz. Our team song is Playtime by Jazar, which you can download on the free music archive. A video version of this episode is available on YouTube. Please consider subscribing to our channel there. Leave us a review on your favorite podcasting platform. If you would like more Café Rollist, you can also get access to our archive of 100 or so additional episodes via Patreon. If you want to be informed of everything released by the Rollist, we have a monthly newsletter for you to join. And if you want to contribute via the chat room to one of our recordings, subscribe to our Twitch channel and social media accounts to be informed of when streams are happening. Finally, links to everything I just mentioned can be found in the description of this episode. Thanks for listening to us, and remember, you are the Realist. <laughs>